to the Prophecy Club. We're going to continue this broadcast from yesterday. Now it's time for us to train you and get you ready to understand how to use your powers for the time of activation. It's time for you to know who you truly are and what side you really belong to. One Spanish guy with a little girl said, Oh no, oh no, I do not worship Lucifer. I worship the Almighty God. There is no way I'm worshiping Lucifer. This is not my seed. I do not receive that. The woman said, well, I'm sorry, but this is who you are. This is who we made you to be. We've been planting you all over the world for decades now, and you need to accept who you truly are. The man was mad, upset. He was saying, God is my Savior. Jesus is my Lord. Jesus is my God. The woman said, he will never accept you into his kingdom. The Spanish guy said, I thought everyone and anyone who accepted God, anyone. The woman said, because you are his seed, you don't belong to him. He didn't make you. They made you. We made you. Our brand is everywhere. We're the seed of the serpent. We're everywhere. We're all over the world. We are running the world. There are people all over the world that are powerful. They are of the seed. This is their seed. This world is their inheritance. They were crying. They were crying. Then others were ecstatic because they said, wow, we have all this power now. They were actually excited about their newfound body and their newfound power. I saw them training in areas where they were showing them how to use their power, educating them, allowing them to understand what war they were fighting, that's against the Christians, and whose side they were supposed to be on. These people were hysterical at first, but then they got all excited about the whole thing. They were, they were fully and truly submitted to the whole ordeal. They became very powerful. They trained them to the point where they were very powerful. A lot of them had superpowers. One of them spit fire out of his mouth like a dragon. I mean, a real dragon serpent with fire out of his mouth. He could make fire come out of his hands. One of them was like teleporting here and there. One of them was disguising himself transforming into all kinds of faces. He had many faces. He could be anything and everything he wanted to be. There were so many gifts. One could just stop time for a few moments, not long, but for a few minutes. One could go backwards into the past for a few minutes. They were just there teaching them so many things. I saw a woman cause a bird to fall out of the sky. A woman came and asked, when are you going to take me back home? because they had been here for a few months by now, apparently. This had been very emotional and heartbreaking for many of them, especially the ones that were truly trying to serve God as their Lord and Savior. I didn't understand how those people could love God and still be part of the seed of the serpent. It was time to send them out. Some of them were ready. Some of them were not ready. Because their powers were so great and so hard to control, it was too much of an overwhelming power. Some of them had multiple powers, and they could not control their powers. They were not ready, like this lady saw, with all the snakes coming out of her stomach. The ones that were ready to train their powers were perfect at them. They somehow made their snake-like bodies disappear, and they were normal again. Then they went back to the normal form. But all this power was inside of them. They could hide themselves perfectly. The woman came up to those who were ready and to to go with approval. The ones that were not ready had to keep training. She was showing them how to use their power. I could see the guy keep spraying them. 
He was jealous when he saw how these people were turning into these things. And I just felt the anointing. <laughs> Matter of fact, so strong, I reached up and scratched my head because I was intent on reading, meaning this is a confirmation. I am supposed to be bringing this to you. This is not just a joke. Jesus wants you to hear this. It's about to be in a neighborhood near you. He was jealous when he saw how these people were turning into these things, but at the same time, they had these crazy new superpowers. He tried to do these same things. Another guy that was one of the workers threw some stuff on himself. Two or three of the others did the same thing. One of them that was not part of the seed, but put the thing on him anyway. But he died right away because it wasn't right for a normal body. Regular human bodies cannot handle this poison liquid. I saw the guy drop dead. Then the other guy that did it found that he actually worked on him. So he started feeling more power. He actually started having some kind of power and the snake started coming out of him. So he was part of the seed of the serpent. The woman told the guys to stop using the liquid in this manner. She was getting upset with them because they were not working, but participating in the process. It was not a one-time thing that they did to them, but it was an ongoing thing. Then they were all shown a map of America, but this map of America looked different because the map had Alaska way on top of Canada. The focus was on the west side of America, but the whole part of California appeared to be under the ocean. A big chunk of Mexico near California was also in the ocean. One woman said, well, I'm from California, but I'm originally from France, but that's my home. That's where my birth home is. Then the head woman said, I can't send you to California because California is underwater. It's gone. California is gone. I'm not going to send you there. I'm going to send you to France. She sent the other ones to Australia, Austria, Europe, Italy. I saw some people being sent to Africa, China, India, South America. I didn't see any islands. These people were being sent all over the world. They were already in the world. They were already there. So something those people did had activated them, educated them, trained them for this hour or something. The woman said they were activating them so they could be prepared for the big event. <laughs> well, what's the big event? Well, we know. It's called Armageddon. They were preparing them for the big event. Then I woke up from the dream. Now, I know what you're thinking, because I know what I thought when I read the dream. But because I knew Bible prophecy, I knew not to throw it out. And as I recall also, just as I was reading it then, as I was reading it the first time, the anointing touched me which is basically saying, Stan, pay attention. This is important. Now let me go to another scripture to back this up. Let's go to Revelation nine, seventeen. This is talking about some horses that will come in to do damage. And thus I saw the horses in the vision, and them that sat on them, having breastplates of fire and just sent them brimstone. And the heads of the horses were as the heads of lions. Okay, wait a minute. That's a horse and a lion. That's a hybrid. That's a mix. So the Bible says that there are hybrids. Out of their mouths issued fire, smoke, and brimstone. Well, what did we just hear? We heard a hybrid that is able to spit fire and smoke out of its mouth. Verse 18. By these three was a third part of the men killed by the fire, by the smoke, and by the brimstone, which issued out of their mouths. For the power was in their mouth and in their tails. But the tails were like unto serpents, and they had heads, and with them they do hurt. Now, in my opinion, their tails weren't snakes. Their tails were like long ropes 
with a like a sock with a rock in it. Okay, a sock with a rock in it. In other words, you get close to these horses and they can whack you real hard with them. Now let's back up to another place in the Bible that also talks about other hybrids. Revelation nine seven, and the shapes of the locusts were like unto horses prepared unto battle, and on their heads were as it were crowns like gold. Okay, so now we have a a locust that has a crown of gold on his head. That doesn't sound like a normal locust to me. Sounds like some kind of mutant or a hybrid. Crowns like gold, their faces wears the face of men. So now we've got a locust and a man together. And they had their hair as the hair of women. Their teeth wears the teeth of lions. So now we have a locust and we have a man and a lion together. All the same thing. And they had breastplates as were breastplates of iron. And the sound of their wings was the sound of chariots and many horses running to battle. And they had tails like in scorpions. And there were stings in their tails, and their power was to hurt men five months. So these locusts are part man, part lion, part scorpion. Does that sound like a mutant to you? So, by the Bible, by the Bible, by the Bible, we can prove, yes, in the last days, there are going to be mutants that have special powers. Let me read some other powers. Molecular acceleration, seismic energy, fire and heat manipulation, solar absorption, cyclone spinning, weather control, planet manipulation, superhuman attributes, superhuman speed and strength and leaping and agility. Well, that's just, we read that from the scriptures, right? One of the other things that they can do is and this is one of the talents, is impenetrable skin. Well, we read about that, didn't we? Mutant tattoos. It says that some of them have these tattoos of ink, different parts of the body, that give them great powers. Each tattoo represents power. Now, let me talk about the tattoos. If you talk to Brie Keaton, she will tell you that getting a tattoo opens a spiritual door for the devil to come in to kill, steal, and destroy. If you talk to some of these people in the world of deliverance, they will tell you one of the worst things you can do is to get a tattoo. In other words, it's not just a decoration. Matter of fact, in the Old Testament, it tells you not to mark your body at all. Then you go under mutant tattoos, like, for example, illness generation. A power used by a tattoo of a biohazard symbol on his right palm. Flight, used by the tattooed wings on his back. In other words, apparently he, tat he touches the tattooed wings on his back and all of a sudden he has wings. Super strength, used by tattooed lines on his left hand. Explosion inducement, used by tattoo of an explosion on his right biceps. He could even punch a hole through a brick wall. Mind reading, used by the lightning bolt tattoos on his head. Healing, used by tattoo of caduceus symbol on top of his right hand. One more, phoenix mimicry. The phoenix force symbol over his right eye allows him to use a facsimile of the phoenix powers and be able to spew acid and have unstoppable momentum. Oh, it's all rubbish, Stan. Oh, well, how do you explain this then? Revelation sixteen thirteen, And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs. Okay, so now we've already talked about locusts 
And we talked about horses. Now we're talking about frogs. And this is all in Revelation. And it's all coming in our future. And it's all probably coming in our lifetime. So my point is, get used to it. Start thinking about it. Be prepared. Don't be surprised by this. I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Now, what do they do? This past Sunday, I talked on deceptions. And I talked about don't fall for deceptions. And one of the things I said is that, yes, God is going to use miracles to bring people into his kingdom. But the devil is also going to be allowed to use miracles to bring people in his kingdom. Verse 14, for they are the spirits of devils working miracles. They are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth into the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of that great day of God Almighty, meaning Armageddon. So, this, these frogs, there's three demons that come out of these frogs, one out of the mouth of the beast, one of the false prophet, one of the dragon, and they are the spirits of devils, which work miracles to deceive people to gather to the day or the battle of Armageddon. That's the last day. That's the Feast of Trumpets. That's when Jesus returns, uses the morning star. He blows with the breath of his nostrils. He brandishes his sword. His morning star is a light sword, and it goes all the way to the center of the earth, sets the foundations of the mountains on fire. The hills melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. And as that happens, he shakes the whole planet for 10 days from trumpets all the way over to atonement. And every high place falls. Every low place is filled in. There's no more rivers. There's no more sea. And the earth is made into a nice, round, smooth ball. 10 days later, it is atonement. That is the great white throne. Yes, I know. If you read through Revelation, you don't see it that way. But that's the whole point of having the secret door. If you'll get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, prophecyglub.com, I will explain that to you. Anyway, then five days after atonement, it is tabernacles. Tabernacles is the day that the new Jerusalem comes down from heaven. I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for a husband. And I heard a great voice saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he shall be with them and be their God, and they shall be with him and be his people. And it sets down on the one and only mountain on the entire earth. And the sun has now been out for about 15, no, 18 days. And the sun, or the New Jerusalem sets down there, and Jesus literally, literally is the light of the world. And at that time, we never hunger again, thirst again. And he that sat upon the throne shall feed them and lead them into living fountains of water, and God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes. I explain all this in The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Believe me, let me say this with all kindness. If you have not read The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy, you do not understand the book of Revelation. You do not understand Revelation. You do not understand Bible prophecy. And as you go through it, well, here, let me tell you. One lady came up to the, the, the book table where I was signing <laughs> books, and she says, I want to say something about your book. She says, uh, I am an avid reader. I read anywhere from two to three books a week. She says, I got your skinny little book in the mail, and I thought I'll blow through that in three hours. <laughs> 
She said, that was two weeks ago. <laughs> the reason is, is because I, I printed it on thin paper. Matter of fact, the only paper that's thinner than this is Bible paper. Why? Because this is not a one-time read book that you put on the shelf. And, oh, that was interesting. <laughs> this is going to be like an encyclopedia, like a reference book. I believe that a lot of people will carry this book with them in their Bible, especially if they have a little zipper case over their Bible. And so it's exactly the same size as most Bibles. Most Bibles are six inches by nine inches. So it's designed to be able to carry with you all the time. Very thin paper. Also, I put it in a dual column like a Bible is. Why? Because you can get about 30% more text on a page simply by putting it into two columns. As a matter of fact, you get more text on there by putting it into three columns. Your one column is actually very inefficient. So I put it in two columns. Why? Because I want the book to very, be very thin. But it's actually not. Actually, your typical book has about 40,000 words. This one has 86,000 words. It's a honking book. And you will go through, matter of fact, as I was at the last book signing, <laughs> there are people walk up and they want me to sign several copies to give away to their friends and stuff. And one, many of them will walk up with books and they're just, they're worn out. <laughs> people are, the average person reads it at least twice. Many people read it three and four times. They carry it with them all the time because it's a, a book, it's a book you'll have to constantly refer back through to be able to understand it. The secret door to understand Bible prophecy. The secret door to understand Bible prophecy at prophecyclub.com. Now, one for 20, but don't do that. Instead, we offer them five for 35 and 10 for 60, and they even got a, a better deal at prophecyclub.com. But at the back of the book, I have two full-color charts that fold out. That's the back cover. One of them is on the seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials so that you can understand how that all lays out. And so far in my lifetime, I've never seen anybody that has a chart like this. I've never seen anything on the Internet. No one has ever sent me some, hey, man, this guy's got a similar chart. No, nobody. Nobody has this information. I'm not trying to lift myself up. What I am trying to say is I'm not special. You're special. You're special because whether you know it or not, like it or not, believe it or not, you're about to be a tribulation saint. We're about to go into the tribulation. That's why he's given this to the world. The other chart is the feasts. See, let me, let me talk about that a second. So what he showed me is that there is a single word, the word first fruits, that is, well, I'll tell you what happened. So I'd had this big, big sore come up on my left arm. We were about to go to church that morning, and Leslie looked at me, and she says, we aren't going to church. I've got to take you to the emergency room. Really? Yes, 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 yes. I'm taking you to the emergency room. So we go to the emergency room. I walk in. 30 minutes after I hit the curb, the doctor is saying, uh, you're not going home tonight. He, and I said, I'm not. He said, no. He said, you see those red streaks going up your arm? He said, that is infection. And he said, you're not going home for probably two or three days. We're going to put you on 24-hour antibiotics. And he said, and you better pray this works or we'll have to take the arm. Well, that got my attention. <laughs> so whatever you want to do, don't take the arm. So in the process, so I'm in the room, and one of the nurses comes in, and she says, I, I understand you're a pastor. And she was an Indian, as in from India. And I said, yes, ma'am. 
she says, well, I'm a Christian too. My whole family is a Christian too. And she says, even though I was raised in India, our whole family is Christian. And as she's talking, and as I'm speaking to her, all of a sudden I get a vision. You have to understand when eternity touches you, time, it doesn't take any time for eternity to touch you. It's faster than a blink of an eye. It's, it's, it's faster than a tenth of a blink of an eye. It's, I, it, I, I was talking at the time. It didn't even slow me down. But here's what I saw. On the left side, I saw two books, like on a bookshelf, except there was no bookshelf. Two books. Two books. On the left book was the book of, of Moses, or the Torah, the five, first five books of the Bible. On the right side was the book of Revelation. And between it was this yellow, I was made to know, that it's a yellow time tunnel, but it's about the size of a stick of butter, about the same color, but yellow time tunnel between them. And in the blink of an eye, I was made to know that this one word, first fruits, links the Feast of Leviticus 23, 12, to Revelation 14, 4. And as a result, for the first time, it nails down first fruits. And so when you know that, well, you know what, what comes after first fruits. Well, that's Pentecost. And then about four months later is trumpets. And then 10 days later is atonement. Five days later is tabernacles. So as a result of knowing that, I was able to put all of the revelations in Revelation, all the scriptures of the Revelation, in correct chronological order, because they're all scrambled up, which is why, by the way, People think, oh, no, the great white throne takes place at the end of the millennium after a thousand years. Wrong. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But I show you all of that in this book. And for you pastors out there, God love you pastors. You know, you've tried to. I mean, I was trying to figure it out. But see, okay, okay let me talk about the revelations for just I can't, I can't believe I'm off on this, but but I'll, I'll talk. about. It. So what is it like to get a revelation? So I started memorizing the book of Revelation and I didn't know anything special was going to happen. I just thought it was a project. So I started writing it out. Matter of fact, here, I'm, I'm holding my book. Here's my book right here. It's a spiral ring notebook. And so I started writing it out. And as I'm writing along, sometimes all of a sudden I was, this burst of wisdom would hit me. And all of a sudden I knew things. I could understand things that I never understood before. Let me put it this way. If you go out in your back lawn on a nice summer night where there's no clouds and you're on your back, you're looking up, your eyes have adjusted to the dark and we've all done it. We're looking at the night sky and it's a clear sky. If you were to take a, like a toilet paper roll or, or better, a, a paper towel roll and you know how you put it up to your eye like maybe a telescope. Well, that's what it's like trying to understand the book of Revelation you're looking at the whole night sky through a, a paper towel holder, the little roll, okay? You can't see the whole sky all at once. But when I memorized the book of Revelation, and then as I started getting these bursts of Revelation, I could see the whole sky. In other words, because I memorized it, I can see the whole book of Revelation at once. I can jump from Scripture to Scripture to Scripture, and I see it. Now, that's nothing special in me. I think he did it for you. He did it because you're about to be in the tribulation and you're going to have to understand what is coming. That's what this book is, the secret door to understand Bible prophecy. And when you get the book, 
with those two charts, all kinds of lights, all kinds of, I mean, snap, it's going to turn on. You're going to say, oh, 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 I see. I understand. For the first time in your life, you will understand Revelation. You will understand all about a prophecy. Even if you've never even studied it. But matter of fact, if you haven't studied before, it might be an advantage because that way you don't have some things to unthink and kind of twist around because I got that out of place. It's a great place to start. And people, here's what they say about it. They say it's not complicated. They say it's deep, meaning there's a lot to it. And Bible prophecy is deep. But this book makes Bible prophecy, which is really pretty complicated, as simple as is possible. All right, now, let's go to the whole point of the whole talk here. A time is coming when, yes, great miracles are going to be on the earth. But you have to understand that those miracles are some from the devil, some from God. As I told you, August the 8th, 2015, Saturday night, Lord, I don't know what to say for the sermon tomorrow morning. What do you want to say? And I heard words. This is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded to my heart, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. I'm going to meet the devil inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound, everything he does, I'm going to meet him. Meaning, as the devil pulls out the mark of the beast, I don't know what it is, but God is going to meet him. As the false prophet and the Antichrist are over in Jerusalem in the temple, well, the two witnesses are walking up down the streets of Jerusalem. He meets them. He matches them on every step. But brothers and sisters, more so than any generation in history, you must learn Bible prophecy. You must. You must. You're, if you don't, then you're going to be very subject, subject to all kinds of deception. People can say, oh, yeah, it's fine to take this vaccine. What is it? Right now, a lot of people are saying, oh, the vaccine is the mark of the beast. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's probably a, a step in that direction, no question. How do you know, Stan? Well, for one, you can't have the mark of the beast until you have the new world order, the world government. We don't have world government yet. Also, you can't have the mark of the beast until the beast arrives. The beast has not arrived. Right now, he is falling endlessly and helplessly in the bottomless pit. How do you know? Well, again, I mean, I can't explain everything on the radio. Get the book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. And here, let, let me go to prophecyclub.com, and let me just tell you about the really the best thing. Don't just get the one book, because there's a better deal than that. You get 10 of my book, How Pre-Trib One, which explains the truth about the rapture, and I use the secret door to understand that. And then you get 10 copies of... Tribulation Secrets in Daniel, which explains Daniel. You get 10 copies of Miss the Mark, which shows you what the Mark of the Beast looks like. So you'll know that's not the Mark of the Beast because you've read this book and it shows you what the Mark of the Beast looks like. It shows you what the number of the Beast looks like. We know what the Mark of the Beast looks like. It's in this book called Miss the Mark. You get 10 of those. And then God's Warnings to America and The Secret Order to Understand Bible Prophecy. You get five of each one of those. God's Warnings to America is, I don't know, some 40 years of me collecting prophecies from these people that I often read and refer to in the radio program. If you'd like to have the very best of them, it's in that book. So you get four books. So that's 10-1-10-1-10-1-5-1-5-1. So that's a total of 40 books, 40 books for a gift of 100 bucks. Now, why would you want to buy 40 books? 
because it's not just about us. We are supposed to be soul winners. Look at right now, people thinking everything is okay. But here very shortly, things are going to start falling apart. And as they do, they're going to start wanting answers. Your friends, your neighbors, your husband, your wife, your son, daughter, they're going to want to know some answers. And you don't want to be sitting there, well, you know, I heard this guy on the radio. You want to answer them. So you want to have read these books, and then you want to have extra books to give them. Give them Miss the Bar. If, look, if they'll read the first 10, 15 pages of any one of these books, they'll complete the book. They're, here's what people say. They, they say there is no other radio program like the Prophecy Club, and they also say there are no other books like these five books. 40 books, 100 bucks, prophecyclub.com, prophecyclub.com. Also, you want to go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Get signed up for the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. Be a part of what we're doing there. August the 8th of 2015, Saturday night. Lord, I don't have anything to say. What do you want to say for the sermon tomorrow morning? And for the first time in my life, when I was awake, I heard words which said, this is the time of miracles. Then he downloaded to my heart that said, as the judgment hits, so will my miracles. Miracles like no one has seen going all the way back to Adam and Eve. You tell them, I will never leave them nor forsake them. As the devil shows up, I'm going to meet him inch for inch, step for step, pound for pound. Everything he does, I'm going to meet him. If you believe that America is about to be in judgment, then I strongly recommend you go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com, sign up, and be a part of the Sevenfold Miracle, coming to the world to gather those last names into the book of life just before the tribulation starts. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com.